Hello everybody and welcome into episode number 105 of the Bible 2021 podcast. We are reading Nehemiah chapter 8 today and our focus is on how the joy of the Lord is our strength plus the mission of pastors and parents. Thank you for joining us. We go about 10 or so minutes every day. One chapter of the Bible every day, two Old Testament chapters a week, five New Testament chapters a week, and our goal is to get as many people as possible reading and obeying the Word of God. So please do consider sharing the show on social media and telling your friends and neighbors. Today we read what might be an obscure Old Testament passage, but it actually contains two of my very favorite verses in the entire Bible. Here's the first one, which I take as sort of a personal mission statement. Nehemiah chapter 8 verse 8 says, They read out of the book of the law of God, translating and giving the meaning so that the people could understand what was read. Well, what's going on here? In Nehemiah, as in the book of Ezra we read from yesterday, the Israelites were returning from decades of exile, coming back to the land they had been driven out of. A great assembly was called, and at that assembly, Ezra the priest read from the law of God from daybreak until noon, probably like six hours straight. As he read or after he read, a group of 13 different Levites explained and taught the people the word of God so that they could understand and grasp what was being said. Their initial response was to weep, knowing they had fallen short of God's commands. But this was not a day of weeping, but a day of rejoicing. Let's read what happens next. In verse 9 it says, Nehemiah the governor, Ezra the priest and scribe, and the Levites who were instructing the people said to all of them, This day is holy to the Lord your God. Do not mourn or weep. For all the people were weeping as they heard the words of the law. Then he said to them, Go and eat what is rich, drink what is sweet, and send portions to those who have nothing prepared, since today is holy to our Lord. Do not grieve because... The joy of the Lord is your strength. And the Levites quieted all the people, saying, Be still, since today is holy. Don't grieve. Then all the people began to eat and drink and send portions and have a great celebration because they had understood the words that were explained to them. So as a pastor and teacher of the Word of God, and also as a parent and teacher, I believe our calling is to do just what these 13 Levites did, to give the meaning of God's Word so that people can understand it. I've pretty much given my life to this mission. Well, let's read our passage. And as we do, please pay careful attention to all of the joy that is brought about by the people understanding the word. Nehemiah chapter 8, verse 1 in the Christian Standard Bible, All the people gather together at the square in front of the water gate. They asked the scribe Ezra to bring the book of the law of Moses that the Lord had given Israel. On the first day of the seventh month, the priest Ezra brought the law before the assembly of men, women, and all who could listen with understanding. While he was facing the square in front of the water gate, he read out of it from daybreak until noon before the men, the women, and those who could understand. All the people listened attentively to the book of law. The scribe Ezra stood on a high wooden platform made for this purpose. Mattathiah, Shema, Ananiah, Uriah, Hilkiah, and Masaiah stood beside him on his right. To his left were Padiah, Mishael, Malkajah, Hashem, Hashbadanah, Zechariah, and Mishalem. Ezra opened the book in full view of all the people since he was elevated above everyone. 
As he opened it, all the people stood up. Ezra blessed the Lord, the great God, and with their hands uplifted, all the people said, Amen, Amen. Then they knelt low and worshipped the Lord with their faces to the ground. Jeshua, Bani, Sherebiah, Jamin, Akub, Shabbatai, Hodiah, Masaiah, Kelida, Azariah, Jotzebed, Hanan, and Palaiah, who were Levites, explained the law to the people as they stood in their places. They read out of the book of the law of God, translating and giving the meaning so that the people could understand what was read. Nehemiah the governor, Ezra the priest and the scribe, and the Levites who were instructing the people said to all of them, This day is holy to the Lord your God. Do not mourn or weep. For all the people were weeping as they heard the words of the law. Then he said to them, Go and eat what is rich, drink what is sweet, and send portions to those who have nothing prepared, since today is holy to our Lord. Do not grieve, because the joy of the Lord is your strength. And the Levites quieted all the people, saying, Be still, since today is holy. Don't grieve. Then all the people began to eat and drink, send portions, and have a great celebration, because they had understood the words that were explained to them. On the second day, the family heads of all the people, along with the priests and Levites, assembled before the scribe Ezra to study the words of the law. They found written in the law how the Lord had commanded through Moses that the Israelites should dwell in shelters during the festival of the seventh month. So they proclaimed and spread this news throughout their towns and in Jerusalem, saying, Go out to the hill country and bring back branches of olive, wild olive, myrtle, palm, and other leafy trees to make shelters, just as is written. The people went out, brought back branches, and made shelters for themselves on each of their rooftops and courtyards, the court of the house of God, the square by the water gate, and the square by the Ephraim gate. The whole community that had returned from exile made shelters and lived in them. The Israelites had not celebrated like this from the days of Joshua son of Nun until that day, and there was tremendous joy. Ezra read out of the book of the law of God every day from the first day to the last. The Israelites celebrated the festival for seven days, and on the eighth day there was a solemn assembly according to the ordinance. So here's our verse of the day. You've heard a part of it, I'm sure. Verse 10, Then Nehemiah said to them, Go and eat what is rich, drink what is sweet, and send portions to those who have nothing prepared, since today is holy to our Lord. Do not grieve, because the joy of the Lord is your strength. Now, this is a really interesting statement of Nehemiah on the surface, and you've probably heard it before, like I said, or sang a song maybe with that phrase in it somehow. But how is the joy of the Lord our strength? I like how Tony Ranke from Desiring God answers that question. He says, God is happiness. Joy is fundamental to his triune nature. To find God is to find the fountain of all joy, so beautifully and simply put by Augustine. Following after God is the desire of happiness. To reach God is happiness in itself. We participate in joy when we reach the essence of all joy, God himself. Whether the joy of the Lord here refers mainly to the joy that God has in himself or to the joy he gives us, we have no real hope of joy or strength unless God is happy. And in John 15, 11, Jesus says, I've told you this so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. God doesn't give us joy outside of the joy he has in himself already, which means God's happiness is our strength. It's a remarkable point delivered to Nehemiah and the people who were ravaged by war, 
weakened by insecurities and constant remind, constantly reminded of their own fragility. And this is where we find our strength for life, for pain, for trials, for marriage, for child raising, for missions, for everything. The strength we need for this life is found in the essential joy of God. You will never be spiritually stronger than God is happy. God's joy is our strength. Settle it biblically because God is essentially happy within himself. Now, so how do we walk in this joy and strength that comes from the Lord? Well, I like the wisdom that John Amazing Grace Newton shared in a letter he wrote to a friend of his many years ago. He says, Causes of complaint are indeed innumerable, but do remember, the joy of the Lord is your strength. Don't be surprised that you still find the effects of indwelling sin. It must and will be so. The frame of our fallen nature is depraved all throughout us, and like a house where the occupant had leprosy, it must be entirely demolished and raised anew. While we are in this world, we shall groan, being burdened. I wish you to long and breathe after greater measures of sanctification, but we are sometimes betrayed into a legal spirit which will make us work in the very fire to little purpose. If we find deadness and dryness stealing upon us, our only relief is to look to Jesus, to his blood for pardon, to his grace for strength. We can work nothing out ourselves. To pour over our own evils will not cure them, but he who is typified by the brazen serpent is ever-present, lifted up to our view in the camp, and one believing sight of him will do more to restore peace to the conscience and life to our graces than all of our own lamentations and resolutions. In other words, what Newton is saying is, when beset by sin or weaknesses or problems, we must look to Jesus in the same way that the poisoned and venomated Israelites looked to the bronze snake on the pole. When they looked, they were healed. When we look to Jesus, we will be healed. Well, let's end with our verse of the month for April, James 4, verse 6. But he gives greater grace. Therefore, he says, God resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Amen. Good day to you, friends, and Godspeed.